Today, we've got somebody who's worked for two of the biggest companies in the e-commerce world, both Amazon and now Alibaba. And she's going to talk about some new Alibaba updates and some cool conferences that are coming up and some also general thoughts on a lot of Chinese e-commerce companies and even Amazon live streaming. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you browsing a Shopify, Walmart, Etsy, Alibaba, or Pinterest page and maybe you see a cool product that you want to get some more data on? Well, while you're on those pages, you can actually use the Helium 10 Chrome extension, Demand Analyzer, to get instant data about what's happening on Amazon for those keywords on these other websites. Or maybe you want to then follow up and get an actual supplier quote from a company on Alibaba.com in order to see if you can get this product produced. You can do that also with the Helium 10 Demand Analyzer. Both of these are part of the Helium 10 Chrome extension, which you can download for free at h10.me forward slash extension. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got my sister from another mister over here uh, from Alibaba. We've got Min in the house. Min, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing just delightful. Thank you. Thank you. Now, before we get started, we have to just talk about a very sad story that happened in your house a few weeks ago. <laughs> Sorry to bring up bad memories, but we use our anger to move forward somehow. But living in Arizona, mm -hmm. which uh, I believe you do, you have some wild animal problems in, in Arizona, don't you? Yeah, yes, yes. Um, especially this year, because we had a really cold winter. Um, some of the crazy wild animals just came out of the desert. Um, so um, we had a really cute puppy, a, a young dog, um, Coco, and um, he went out of the backyard one day and a coyote jumped over our fence and, and they just killed him. So oh. it was unfortunate incident. Yeah. How long have you been living in Arizona? Um, uh, probably about a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. So not that long. Yeah. yeah. So we we're just not aware of all the craziness here. That, that, that's um, what I was going to ask. Like wherever you're from, like yeah. where are some other places you've li you've lived? So yeah, that's uh, so I lived in Seattle before. Okay. As, as you know, I used to work for Amazon, and I lived in Portland for ten years before I moved here. Not, not, not a bunch of coyotes running around backyards in Seattle and Portland. No, no, not really. I think we have some like a bobcats and stuff in the mountains, but yeah, not coyotes. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a, that's about what, what I liked about this story. Like people are like, why are you bringing up such bad memories for her? That's so terrible. Was like, you used your anger. You're like, Hey, I'm going to make sure turn on my ring video and I'm going to find that coyote. And, um, <laughs> Um, you know, well, let's not talk about what you will do to that coyote if you ever find yeah. him, but, but we can use our imagination there. All right. Yeah. So, so Arizona, Portland, um, you know, Seattle going back in time, like where, where were you born and raised? So, um, I was born and raised in China, um, made out of China. So, um, I was born from a small town, not far from Beijing, so north okay. part of China. I went to college in China, um, and um, actually I studied chemical engineering um, as, a, as a background, um, and I had a chance to 
come to U.S. I went to Penn State. Um, Nittany Lion. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I uh, studied chemical engineering as a, a master and also um, uh, international affairs as a master at Penn State. Yeah. Well, what did you do at, um, at Amazon? So, yeah, so I was um, a vendor on the vendor management side. So we were onboarding new vendors um, and we we're building a very new categories under Amazon business today. So um, so we're working on assigning new vendors, helping them getting onboarded um, and um, have the, you know, the skills set up and adding new skills. And so, yeah, so that's mostly what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah. then at what, uh, when on the timeline did mm-hmm. you make the move to uh, Alibaba? So, yeah. So um, about two and a half years ago, actually okay. not after the COVID started. So I had a chance to um, join Alibaba. And um, so I, before Alibaba, I was mo- working mostly in the Amazon and retail and marketplaces. And I was helping clients with strategies um, you know, on Amazon or even e-commerce internationally as well and Chinese consumer market as well. Um, After the COVID started, um, I, a lot of people reach out, a lot of friends reach out and ask me to help them get uh, medical devices or masks. And, um, and I was trying to, you know, connect them with the suppliers. It was really hard um, and that's one of the reasons I decided to join Alibaba because I want to see why it was so challenging to get suppliers right mm-hmm. in the U.S. and why it's so hard to to make manufacturers mass. You, you you would think it's not really hard, but yeah. it is. And this from materials to machinery to equipment and everything. And that's why I, I wanted to see why and what's so special and how can we help U.S. manufacturers learn. Um, and get better and, you know, be more manufacturers manufacturing in the U.S. So I think that's the reason I joined Alibaba. Okay. And now yeah. what's your, what's your official title there? What, what, what do you do at Alibaba these days? Yeah. So, wow, that's a good question. Cause we, um, as a small team in the U S we, everybody wears a lot of hats. So, so mostly I work with buyers, um, and the help buyers, um, um, with their, um, um, issues and help them really grow and learn. And also really our focus in the U.S. market is to, um, by working with buyers closely and partner closely, we understand the needs of the market and we build programs and improve the platforms to um, continue growing in the U.S. market and, you know, provide better services and products for the customers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I had, uh, yeah. you know, someone on from, from Alibaba here on the podcast, you know, maybe maybe two years ago. Um, but what, you know, I know it's hard to, to know every, you know, different, uh, change mm-hmm. or innovation, but mm-hmm. can you talk about, you know, some of the, I mean, people, I think everybody, even if they don't use Alibaba for sourcing, they probably use Alibaba to like for their initial, you know, research onto, you know, suppliers mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. You know, maybe they use it in the helium 10 Chrome extension. Uh, maybe they just go to Alibaba and start looking for factories and things. But mm-hmm. what are some differences? Like, let, let's say I haven't really been paying too much attention uh-huh. um, the last two years to, to the Alibaba website. But but what are some new features, like some new programs, if there's anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's new if, if I haven't really done a, a, you know, a deep dive? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question. So I think in the past few years, um, we're 
uh, focusing on transforming this platform from a yellow page type of just looking at suppliers, right? In the past and how we started to um, a very one-stop shop and one-stop platform uh, with value-added services for the customers. Um, because international trading is just so complicated, right? You work with someone you've never seen before. So we're trying to make it easier and trying to have uh, help customers have more faith and trust and confidence when they talk to someone in the different parts of the world. So for example, we have um, two um, uh, services. Uh, one's called uh, Trade Assurance. Mm-hmm. So this program is designed to protect buyers so if the buyers transact, especially for the first time with the suppliers, they go through transactions with the trade insurance, they can be protected by, you know, by this program. If there's any issues with the products, any quality issues or late shipments um, or anything that suppliers not delivering based on their agreement, we will have a team investigate and help the buyers get their money back or help them, um, you know, uh, penalize the suppliers. So that's one of the things we, a lot of people don't even realize they exist. Um, another example- Is that only for China, uh, for Chinese suppliers, or mm-hmm. uh, are there any other country mm-hmm. suppliers that that applies yeah. for yet? So um, they're um, all the Chinese suppliers are covered. Um, and let me rephrase that. So most of the Chinese suppliers sign up. So if you go to the website, you cl- when you look for suppliers, you can see a badge next to suppliers. So you can also search by um, just clicking on the trade assurance. You can see all the supplier qualified. So we are onboarding, we're making, um, onboarding more and more countries to be involved with this program today. So not all the countries, but we're uh, getting more and more countries uh, okay. onboarded. Yeah. Cool. Um, what, what else? What else is kind of newer, like, you know, maybe some new yeah. filters or new ways yeah. to search on Alibaba or, or other mm-hmm. new programs that there might be? Yeah. So um, and also we have a, a program that we launched a few years ago called Verify Supplier. So basically um, all the suppliers are verified in different ways. So in with the supplier with a verified badge, um, they're actually verified by a third party authority usually very legit, um, like SGS or different inspection companies. So they will go to the factory. They will take videos and pictures and have all the certificates verified. Um, and all the information is listed on the website. So in this way, it's not from Alibaba. It's not from supplier. It's from a third party. So the, the buyers will look at all this data and everything and have more confidence working with the supplier. Um, so this is one of the, the another way we want to make sure the buyers have confidence with the platforms and suppliers. Um, I think uh, even we launched the uh, new app uh, 8.0 version last year. I think in September, um, in the app we have a lot of new functions such as a virtual showroom, a live streaming section. So. You know, during the COVID, um, many buyers told us they couldn't visit their factories, right, globally, not just in China, also in Asia, etc. Um, so in this way, um, you can call the supplier, do a virtual tour, and also you can, um, you know, send videos and files. And, and they, a lot of the suppliers sign up to do live streaming. They will do a product in front of camera and you can ask questions. Um, you know, in many, many uh, categories, especially apparels, right? It's, you always want to see the fabric, mm-hmm. how it moves, how you may feel when you touch it. So a virtual 
um, kind of live streaming of the products or the showroom or the factories and give you a really good kind of in-situ kind of uh, experience of the factory. How, how do I, I'm just looking at an Alibaba website yeah. now, like how do yeah. I know if that's available? Like, like or do, is mm-hmm. it just like I go on the supplier's page and then they'll say if they're going to be live streaming or, or how do I even find that? Yeah, so there are different ways you can find that. So on the main page, you can see um, a tab called Tips or TrueView. We used to call TrueView, but it's Tips today. That's where the live streaming is happening. So you can browse and see what's going on right now. Oh, and I see also, I see it here. Let, let, me, yeah, let me share my yeah. screen here. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, for those watching here. So then I see there's this live, live mm-hmm. uh, section yeah. right here. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, also, you can go to the manufacturer page and they will have um, some virtual tours available. Oh my goodness, or, there's like a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of uh, companies are all live at the yeah. same time here. Yes. Well, I, I, yeah. didn't, even, I didn't even know this, this uh, <laughs> exists. And I definitely do want to talk about this, about just in yeah. general, live, live, uh, live yeah. shopping and stuff, because I think that's something that's going to be a lot bigger this year. But okay, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's neat. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you can interact, right? You can engage with them asking questions and you can even talk to them. Um, yeah, so that's something a lot of people don't realize exists today. Um, yeah, and the, I, I'm a very good friend with the head of the, um, the content, Amora. She, she's like an expert on live streaming and she's super smart, yeah. Okay. One thing I think that a misconception about Alibaba that a lot of people have is that it's only for Chinese um, factories and, and suppliers, but, but really, you know, if, if you were actually just to look at the filters, you know, there, there's, there's India, Pakistan, even USA, there's actually USA companies who, uh, like, do you have any numbers or, or anything you could tell us about how that's grown at all? Um, like I'm sure at one time it was probably a hundred percent or almost a hundred percent, you know, Chinese factories, like way back in the day, but like, like, do you know how many countries there have been, or, or are they growing fast? Uh, some of these other countries at all on Alibaba? Yeah, so um, that's a good question. So we have a global, it's called GGS team. It's a global seller team. So um, the team we have, I believe over 150 or 200, maybe 150 to 200 um, uh, countries and regions globally. So out of mainland of China, we have um, the Southeast Asia, right? We have uh, Vietnam, Thailand, um, Malaysia, um, Singapore, and a lot of uh, Southeast Asian countries. And we have India, um, Pakistan, and also um, we have a, a, a GGS US team as well. It's based in New York. Um, so this team has been focusing on helping US manufacturers and small media business to learn and digitalize their business. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is evolving, and we are also kind of starting um, – like a Latin America and Mexico as well. Mm. It's very new. We have um, someone, Alex is a good friend of mine. He just went down Mexico uh, this week to do a presentation. So we are trying to help more um, uh, U.S. and North American-based manufacturers get on the platform. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a- anything else about Alibaba.com that is new? Maybe w- one more thing before, because I-, I do want to talk about this expo that's coming up. But, but any yeah. last things that maybe we don't know about on Alibaba.com? Yeah, so I think the Buyer's Club is definitely something I want to make sure everybody know. Um, because Buyer's Club, um, it just 
basically you log in, you register login, and then you make sure you are at the site, the, the right level. Cause we do offer a lot of um, exclusive benefits, um, coupons or services, um, or even, you know, um, uh, um, a consolidation and shipping and logistics services and coupons for different level. So for example, you feel pro buyer, which means you're, um, you have either 1 million revenue plus, or you have spent $300,000 Alibaba. Um, definitely make sure you're part of the uh, pro buyer program. So we have um, order coupons, um, $500 off $20 coupons, right? Which is a lot. Um, we have account management support, um, we have shipping coupons and consolidations, etc. So um, definitely check in to your account and see which level you are and get to the right level, um, and you will enjoy and and the benefits from it. Okay, cool. All right, so like let's say uh, somebody hasn't started with Alibaba yet. Do you have mm -hmm. any special uh, gifts or anything uh, or bonuses if people if people want to sign up with Alibaba now? Yes, definitely for the listeners today, uh, we are offering uh, for limited time uh, VIP matching service. Mm -hmm. So this is basically for, especially for new users, sometimes it can be overwhelming, right? You don't know how to get started. So we will help you, we'll hold your hands. Um, so we can help you guys through, you know, how to learn all the tools and functions on Alibaba. And the same time for your first order, we will help you look up the suppliers and we will help you recommend the suppliers that meet your needs. So, um, so Bradley will share a link with you um, for by filling out the form, um, we can get this started. All right, guys. So if you got a pen, h10.me forward slash Alibaba SSP for Serious Sellers Podcast. Again, h10.me forward slash Alibaba SSP. Now, if you guys are ready, you know, uh, you know, Alibaba users, or you just want to continue using, maybe you don't want to sign up yet. Don't forget, guys. You know, you can you can browse the entire Alibaba database. You know, even on Amazon. You know, so you can be on any page, and then you hit X-ray. Like, let's say you're on a you know search results page, and you hit X-ray. You know, you there's a button that says find a supplier, and then you could actually just without even leaving Amazon, be able to use the the Helium 10 Chrome extension in order to find a supplier. Uh, but for those of you brand new, you know, make sure to hit that link and then get some special, special bonuses. Now, I'm going to be speaking, you know, you, you uh, invited me, thankfully, to, um, or I thank you for inviting me to the Alibaba Expo. Although I think you're, you're, the main reason why you're inviting me is because you you, you guys feel bad you, you didn't come to my Zumba class in Sell and Scale Summit. But whatever the reason is that you're inviting me to speak at this uh, Alibaba event, uh, I'm grateful. But can you talk about what is the uh, Alibaba Expo and, and who should mm -hmm. be uh, attending it? Yeah, so, you know, you're actually right. I do feel bad about not attending your Zumba class. Uh, I'm overcompensating here. There you go. So, yeah, so, but anyway, um, yeah, so Alibaba March Expo is one of the two biggest events online um, at alibaba.com. So, in March, it's really the time people are looking to plan for the new year and for looking for new product ideas, looking for, um, you know, importing or uh, getting the suppliers to help them get the products ready for, you know, for the whole year. So um, we have a lot of uh, programs going on. We have um, the best price, best cost of the process last 90 days. And we have a lot of promotional. Um, I don't want to share too much yet, but we have a lot of promotional um, things going on. And um, we are very lucky. We have Rally going to join us at the opening day on the March 1st, the very first day. 
Um, so Bradley is a really a great speaker, brings a lot of expertise, experience in the online retail space. Um, where a lot of our buyers are online retailers. Um, and also with the Helium 10 and Rally, uh, Helium 10 are really great partners of Alibaba.com as well. So I believe Rally will bring a lot of um, uh, expertise and insights into what's really how to choose the products and how to find the right suppliers and also um, how to use different tools um, to understand you know, get a, a good analysis of what kind of products you should be bringing to the store this year. So we're very excited. Um, and then we look forward to it. So then how, um, how would people tune in um, mm-hmm. to this? Like, would they just go to on the first Alibaba's website? Will there be announcements uh, or mm-hmm. things that they can do? Yeah, so definitely we will have a live streaming section. So we'll create a link very soon, probably in the next week or so. Um, and then we'll share with the audience, with you and audience. Also, oh, that'll um, be on like the Alibaba YouTube channel then maybe, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. It will, yeah, it will be uh, broadcast across uh, YouTube, Instagram, um, not Instagram, YouTube, um, and different channels and linking in as well. And also within Alibaba platform. So at um, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time, I think 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, you will see us um, across different social media platforms, um, Alibaba account, and also on the platform on Alibaba.com. Okay, excellent. All right, guys. So make sure to set that in your calendars. Um, You maybe subscribe to the Alibaba YouTube or or LinkedIn Mm -hmm. so you'll get a notification when when we'll go live. And I may or may not be doing a little bit of Zumba on that live stream uh, if Min's (laughs) there. We'll see. Let's kind of switch gears, but kind of on the same topic. Mm But AliExpress, uh, some people are confused. Like, what's the main difference of Alibaba and Mm -hmm. AliExpress? And like, when would I use AliExpress Mm -hmm. instead of Alibaba? Yeah, so um, AliExpress is actually the B2C, the consumer side of the international business part and Alibaba group um, versus Alibaba.com is the B2B e-commerce side. So so we have a very different um, customer focus and market focus. Yeah, but both of them is under Alibaba group. Okay. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so do you, you know, is it only consumers or sometimes, you know, maybe even third party sellers mm-hmm. might use AliExpress to buy in maybe smaller quantities, but still mm-hmm. at a better price? Or is it do you think it's really 100 percent just just, you know, people who are you know consumers uh, who are purchasing mm-hmm. from there? So I think um, AliExpress, they do have have a lot of partners. So um, so one of the business I think they do um, is job shipping. So mm-hmm. like some of the um Dropshipping apps, very popular ones. They actually work with AliExpress to um, to help fulfill the orders for the U.S. business. But I think most U.S. business um, they use suppliers like Alibaba because you know it's it's built for business, right? And um, and our suppliers are more um, trained and they're more equipped to help you with like a bulk orders, um, a customization, um, you know, things like that. So AliExpress is more ready to ship items and versus Alibaba.com. We have more choices and we can customize and, you know, help you really build your own products, lines and brands. Okay. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like, like what one use case, I, I mean, I'm just discovering this now, but there's like, you know, you can order small quantities from there. So mm-hmm. like sometimes, you yeah. know, I've taught this technique where where you mm-hmm. can do like 
kind of like test listings on Amazon yeah. with smaller quantities when you're not sure yeah. if you want to really, you know, make a big order from, a, you know, Alibaba mm-hmm. or any manufacturer. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then, you know, you, if you can find it on AliExpress and just order mm-hmm. like four or five units, you know, get those shipped to you and then, and mm-hmm. then you know, run that as a test before, you know, buying 1,000 mm-hmm. units and then discovering that, you know, there's not much demand for it. So, yeah. so that's another use case, I think, that not yeah. a lot of people are are doing. But look at yeah. this. See, I'm, I'm already getting a product idea. Look at this. Here's a, a snake, a snake uh, coffin, or not coffin, but spooky <laughs> shelf. And here's some bat ones and... This is very interesting because you like this is almost like I'm I'm almost looking at this as as product research. Here's a butterfly shelf. Yeah. Um a f- horse shelf, very interesting stuff, raccoon shelf, no coyote shelves here. We 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 would uh Min took that off of AliExpress as soon as it came up, but uh All right, now, you know, th- we talk Alibaba, AliExpress, but you know, now more and more, I think there, there's different Chinese companies, uh, mm-hmm. e-commerce companies coming to America, like, mm-hmm. and, and people are getting exposed to them where, where they hadn't before, like, you know, because of like Super Bowl ad, you know, Timu did <laughs> big Super Bowl ad, but, but what are, and then, you know, they've talked about like TikTok perhaps, you know, coming out mm-hmm. with, with more, you know, shopping channels there, but, mm-hmm. but what, what, what are kind of companies out there are trending that mm-hmm. you can see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as far as the e-commerce and what do you think the future of that mm-hmm. is? Yeah, so um, that's a really kind of controversial subject sometimes because um, when I post some notes on that, people have very kind of extreme opinions about that. So I think, um, you know, when I look at um, the e-commerce globally, right, like in China or in the U.S. or globally, um, there's always um, there's there's always different players in the space. And I love to um, see um, kind of learning from each other, right? People mm-hmm. look at um, those Chinese apps or AliExpress, right? And Alibaba or Time, as you mentioned, um, and also TikTok, right? TikTok Shop or different ones. Um, like people see them as the, the Chinese app. But what I re- really see is was that's something that you can learn from them or why they're so special or um how can we help U.S. shopping apps or how can we help our U.S. business and sellers to stay competitive, you know, with all the competitors in the space? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they have um, really different business models and they focus mostly on the social media marketing and Google marketing and they focus mostly on the fashion or um, cosmetics, the categories that's kind of a small parcel, right? Uh, versus where more U.S. businesses focus on more kind of bigger or customized or niche markets. So I think we need to look at them very objectively and think about, you know, what kind of impact they will bring to the market or individual, you know, online retail sellers, right? maybe try to avoid direct competition in that specific categories or try to differentiate ourselves or try to be more um, customer loyalty in our products. So, um, so I, I'm very, you know, I look forward to what's going to happen. It's very hard to say, but there definitely something should be under everyone's radar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, you've, You've lived in America for over ten years now. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know you come from China and you know the you know Chinese culture very well. Mm-hmm. Um, here's something that that that's just 
has always been on my mind the last couple of years is, you know, America kind of created live shopping, you know, I don't know how many decades ago, you know, maybe before you were born, you know, like with QVC and stuff like that. Yeah. Why has like online live shopping, why is it Mm -hmm. like so huge in in China and and other countries in Asia, uh, in Asia, but, Mm -hmm. but for some reason hasn't really taken off here in the Mm -hmm. States. Any, like any thoughts, why not yet? And then do you think that's going to change soon? Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, that's a really, really good question. You know, I've been thinking about this and talking to people as well. Um, I think life shopping became really big and successful since probably five, six years ago. Um, actually, Alibaba's business unit, Taobao and Tmall, were the platform where they get started, right? And that's really a way we help the consumers kind of see and engage with platform really well. I think... Um, the, if you look at the Chinese market, right, the size of it um, from a report I see, the re- very recent report was from 2021, the Chinese consumer market is bigger than the next 10 markets combined, including the U.S. So think about 1.5 or 1.54 billion people, and there's a, such a high adoption, adoption of the mobile devices, right, because it's so mm-hmm. much cheaper, so almost everybody, like maybe 80% of people, they have a mobile device. They can directly log into Tmall app or Taobao app and then just shop there and look at there, spend time there. And now you have such entertaining, um, the what we call KOLs, right? Key opinion leaders mm-hmm. or influencers who are very charming and they are very good salespeople and they talk about life. They help you use makeups like the makeup king, the lipstick king, um, Austin, right? The, the guy who is like a top, top influencer. He's very entertaining and he helps you choose makeups. And also they have a really good discount from all the luxury brands. So you can buy with lowest price. You can be entertained and everybody's on their phone all the time. Yeah. And this is not something you see in the U.S., right? We don't have a, such a strong mobile adoption. You don't have 5G network everywhere for free As, versus in China. Most of the majority of people have like a, such an unlimited uh, 5G data on their phone for such a low price. They can always look at the phone on their commute to work and everybody ev- everywhere. Um, so I think that's the infrastructure-wise. And second is... Um, I believe Alibaba and some of the competitors, they heavily invest in those live mm-hmm. streaming versus Amazon. You look at Amazon Live, they do give like a homepage spot, but they don't intentionally invest in that or in the influencers themselves versus we, what we do is we actually invest a lot in them. We give them traffic. We give them a really good spot. We constantly push them to do um, live streaming. They, some of them, they, they do eight hours of live streaming a day. Like, I don't see that in the U.S. Yeah. Um, today. But uh, what do I do see is people realizing this is going to eventually going to happen sooner or later. Um, especially I see a lot of um, influencers programs or MCNs, what we call multi-channel networks of influencers. Kind of those agencies started to happen in LA, right, South California, LA, um, and TikTok's definitely 
uh, investing more into like shopping as well. But for TikTok, as you know, they still have to balance between advertising business and shopping business. So how much traffic you actually give to the shop, that's a question for them as well. And I think I saw news yesterday. I think Instagram is going to stop doing live streaming um, shopping now. So they're going to focus on the advertising business. So, you know, there's always this kind of balance you have to keep. So um, in general, I think the live streaming will probably get really popular, um, but it's still going to take some time and investment. Um, So I think it's really we have to think about like what kind of value we can add to the customers, right? And for us, the live streaming help customers see the products, see the suppliers, see their factory. So I believe that's a value we can add to it. But for consumer shopping, how much value can add to the live streaming um, for the consumers? And if the consumers are ready, if there's enough traffic to it, that's still a question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think it's it's going to be more popular this year. Um, I'm not sure if, if it's going to go completely crazy, you know, like it has in, in China this year. But it, I, I I think it's just got to come. It's just it's just a natural progression of things. And then you know we've had some influencers here on the podcast before, like Gracie, who who are into it. But it just it just makes a lot of sense, you know, um, as far as you know being able to, so you know, Americans love influencers, you know, like like they they follow influencers like crazy. So it's it's like the next logical step in, in my opinion. And so like Amazon live and, and, and TikTok live. And I think these will get more important in, in e-commerce. All right. So, so one thing, you know, this year I've been doing a lot more, um, is asking our guests about like their hobbies and stuff, because, you know, whether we're e-commerce entrepreneur, whether we work at mm-hmm. Amazon, whether we work at Alibaba, you know, like sometimes it's difficult for, for, for us to, to, get ourselves out of our job or out of our work and to have hobbies. So what is your like hobbies that you do uh, Uh other than hunting coyotes? Uh And then what is, what are like some, some healthy habits, like maybe, you know, exercise or, or diet to, to make sure you have healthy mind, healthy body. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so I, um, started to do, um, fasting, like an intermediate fasting, Uh um, this year, because I had some health issues last year. So I started to do that. So I, um, I don't eat anything until noon and I have like a four to five hour window. I only eat food and I will fast for the rest of the time. For okay. About I just started that this week. The, the oh, first really? couple of days were like really painful, uh, yeah. but, but it's not, it's not as extreme. Mine is from 12 to eight. So, so a little yeah. bit bigger window, but okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, what about I, hobbies for you? So, um, so I used to be an athlete. I, I think I may have mentioned that. Uh, I used to be a badminton player for college. Uh, I played in tournaments in China oh, wow. before. But I, uh, I haven't played for a while. But, um, you know, I picked up kickboxing when I was in the Amazon, working in the Amazon agency space. Because, as you know, people get very frustrated dealing with RBS. Uh-huh. I was so mad sometimes. So I pick up kickboxing, just kind of release like all the frustration. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Now let's go ahead and leave it uh, with our, our, our SST 60 second tip. Like, do you have a strategy mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. give us? It, it, it could be about, you know, Chinese mm-hmm. e-commerce could be about Alibaba, mm-hmm. AliExpress could be about health, mm-hmm. could be about anything, but what's yeah. a, a quick hitting strategy you can give to our audience? So um, I talked to uh, customers all the time. And then a lot of them are very successful Amazon sellers. 
I think one thing I learned um, from almost all of them is be um, persistent. Um, the 85% of time people fail, right? Even the successful ones, they fail 85% of the time. So the key, really, the secret of all of them I learned is just focus on the 15% of the time you win and continue building on top of that. And don't never give up and have your um, passion and ambition and also persistence. And that's really how you can build a successful career in e-commerce and online retail business. So I just want to make sure I I have that out for people who yeah. get frustrated. And, you know, sometimes you've, you have made some mistakes and fail. But, um, yeah, so everybody does. So, yeah, hopefully that helps. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for um, joining us. And I look forward to you know, being on the March Expo with yeah. you and then if people want to you know find you on the on the interwebs out there is is like linkedin the best way uh, to to find you yes 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 my name um i have a link linkedin slash ali uh, mingyang alibaba so it's very easy to find me awesome awesome so thank you yeah. so much and i'll be seeing you soon sounds good thank you